hello students welcome to the study with the simran podcast today we gonna complete chapter number 1 of grade 11 biology that is the living world make sure that you people have your ncrt open by your side here we go now how wonderful is this living <coughs> sorry <coughs> yeah How wonderful is this living world the wide range of living types is amazing the extraordinary habitats in which we find living organism be it called mountains deciduous forest oceans fresh water lakes deserts or hot springs live a speechless the beauty of a galloping course of the migrating birds the valley of flowers or the attacking shark evokes ev and deep sense of wonder the ecological conflict and cooperation among members of a population and among populations of a community or even the molecular traffic inside a cell make us deeply re- deeply reflect on what indeed a life what indeed is life this question has two implicit questions within it the first is a technical one and seeks answer to what living is as opposed to the non living and the second is a philosophical one and seeks answer to what the purpose of life is as a scientist we shall not attempt answering the second question we will try to reflect on what is living well uh, let us see what is living now when we try to define living we conventionally look for distinctive characteristics exhibited by living organism growth reproduction ability to sense environment and amount and mount a suitable response come to our mind immediately as a unique feature of living organism one can add a few more features like metabolism ability to self replicate self organize interact and emergence to this list let us try to understand each of this all living organisms grow increase in mass and increase in number of individuals are twin characteristics of growth a multicellular organism grow bra- grows by Uh, cell division in plants the growth by cell division occurs continuously throughout their lifespan in animals this growth is seen only up to a certain age however cell division occurs in certain tissue to replace the lost cells unicellular organism grow by cell division one can easily observe this in in vitro uh, cultures by simply counting the number of cells under the microscope in majority of higher animals and plants growth and reproduction are mutually exclusive events one must remember that increase in body mass is considered as a growth okay now not living object also grow if we take uh, increase in body mass as a criterion for growth mountains boulders and so, so, sand moles do grow however this kind of growth exhibited by non living object is by accumulation of material on the surface in living organism growth is from inside growth therefore cannot be taken as a defining property of living organism conditions uh, uh, conditions under which it can be observed in an all living organism have to be explained and and then we understand uh, that it is a characteristics of a living system a dead organism does not grow reproduction likewise is a characteristics of living organism in a multicellular organism reproduction refers to the production of progeny processing features 
more or less similar to those of parents invariably and implicitly implicitly we refer to sexual reproduction organism reproduced by asexual means also fungi multiply and spread easily due to uh, due to the billion of asexual spores they produce in lower organisms like yeast and hydra we often we observe budding in planaria which is the flatworms we observe true regeneration that is a fragmented organism regenerates the lost part of its body and becomes a new organism uh, the fungi the filamentous algae the protonema of mosses all easily multiply by fragmentation when it comes to unicellular organisms like bacteria unicellular algae or amoeba reproduction is synonymous with growth that is increase in number of cells we have already defined growth as equivalent to increase in cell number or mass hence we notice that in a single cell organism we are not very clear about the usage of these two terms growth and reproduction further there are many organisms which do not reproduce mules sterile worker bees infertile human couples etc hence reproduction also cannot be an all inclusive defining characteristic of living organism of course no non living object is capable of reproducing or replicating by itself another characteristics of life is uh, metabolism okay a reproduction is like, like now completed let's discuss the metabolism uh, another characteristics of life is a metabolism all living organism are made up of chemicals this chemicals small and big belonging to a various classes size function etc are constantly being made and changed into some other biomolecules this ob- this conversions are chemical reactions or metabolic reactions these are thousands of metabolic reactions occurring simultaneously inside all living organisms be they unicellular or multicellular all plants and animals fungi and microbes exhibit metabolism the sum total of all the chemical reactions occurring in our body is metabolism no non living object exhibit metabolism metabolic reactions can be demonstrated outside the body in a self free system as well an isolated metabolic reaction outside the body of an organism performed in a test tube is neither living nor non living hence while metabolism is a defining feature of all living organism without exception isolated metabolic reaction in vitro are not living things but surely living reactions hence cellular organization of the body is a defining feature of life forms perhaps the most obvious and technically complicated feature of all living organism is this ability to sense their surrounding or environment and respond to this environmental stimuli which could be physical chemical or biological we sense our environment through our senses or through our sense organs plants respond to external factors like light water temperature uh, other organisms pollutants etc all organisms from the prokaryotes to the most complex eukaryotes can sense and respond to environmental uh, environmental cues photoperiod affect the reproduction seasonal breeders both plant and animals all organisms handle chemicals entering their bodies all organisms therefore are aware of their surroundings how human being is the only organism who is aware of himself that is has a self consciousness consciousness therefore become the defining property of living organism okay we are the one who have the self consciousness 
other organism to have the consciousness but uh, they probably don't they, they probably don't have self consciousness which is only exhibited by humans uh, when it comes to human beings it is all the more difficult to define the living state we observe patients lying in coma in hospitals virtually supported by machines which replaces the heart and lungs the patient is uh, uh, otherwise brain dead the patient has no self consciousness are such patients who never come back to normal life living or non living i think they are living at least they are breathing In higher classes you will come to know that all living phenomenon are due to underlying interactions properties of tissues are not present in the constituent cells but arises as a result of interactions among the cons- uh, among the constituent cells similarly properties of cellular organelles are not present in the molecular constituent of the organelle but arises as a result of interaction among the molecular components comprising the organelle this interaction result in emergent properties at a higher level of organization this phenomenon is true in the hierarchy of organizational complexity at all levels therefore we can say that living organism are self replicating evolving and self regulating interactive systems capable of responding to external stimuli biology is a story of life on earth biology is a story of evolution of living organism on earth all living organism present past and the future are linked to one another by sharing the common genetic material but to varying degrees now it's time to discuss the diversity in the living world if you look around you will see a large variety of living organism be it potted plant insect birds your pets or, or other animals and plants there are also several organisms that you cannot see with your naked eye but they are all around you if you were to increase the area that you make observation in the range in the variety of organism that you see would increase obviously if you were to visit a dense forest you would probably see a much greater number and kind of living organism in it each different kind of plant animal or organism that you see represent a species the number of species that are known and described range between 1.7 to 1.8 million this refers to the biodiversity or the number and the types of organism present on the earth okay remember the number okay Uh, the known and the described organisms are 1.7 to 1.8 million we should remember here that as we explore new areas and even old ones new organisms are continuously being identified as stated earlier there are millions of plants and animals in the world we know the plants and animals in our in our area in our own area by the local names this local names would vary from place to place even within a country probably you would recognize the confusion that would be created if we did not find ways and means to talk to each other to refer to organism we are talking about hence there is a need to standardize standardize the name of living organism such that a particular organism is known by the same name all over the world this process is called nomenclature obviously nomenclature or naming is only possible when the organism is described correctly and we know to what organism the name is attached to this is identification okay in order to facilitate the study number of scientists have established acceptable to biologists all the world uh, just a second just a second just a second i'm sorry people okay oh just a second it's just uh, okay 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 uh, yeah 
obviously nomenclature or naming is only possible when the organism is described correctly and we know to what name the organism is attached to and this is identification in order to facilitate the study the number of scientists number of scientists have established procedures to assign a scientific name to each uh, known organism this is acceptable to biologists all over the world for plants scientific names are based on agreed principles and criteria which are provided in an international code international code for it's not of international code for botanical nomenclature icbn you may ask how are animals named so animal taxonomists have evolved international code of here it's of of zoological nomenclature the scientific names ensures that each organism has only one name description of any organism should enable the people in any part of the world to arrive the same name they also ensure that such a name has not been used for any other non organism biologists follow universally accepted principles to provide scientific names to non organism each name has two components the generic name and the specific epithet this system of providing a name with two components is called binomial nomenclature this naming system given by carlos linnaeus is being practiced by biologists all over the world this naming system using a two word format was found convenient let us take the example of mango to understand the way of providing scientific names better the scientific name of mango is written as magnifera indica now let us see how it is a binomial name in this name magnifera represents the genus while the indica is a particular species or a specific epithet other universal rules of nomenclature are as follows biological names are generally in latin and written in italics they are latinized or derived from latin irrespective of their origin the first word in a biological name represent the genus while the second component denotes the specific epithet both the words in biological name where when handwritten are separately underlined or printed in italics to indicate their latin origin the first word denoting the genus starts with a capital letter while the specific epithet starts with a small letter it can be illustrated with the example of magnifera indica name of the author appear after the specific epithet that is at the end of the biological name and is written as in an abbreviated form example magnifera indica lin it indicates that this species was first described by linnaeus It since it is nearly impossible to study all the living organism it is necessary to devise some means to take to make this possible this process is classification classification is the process by which anything is grouped into a convenient categories based on some easily observable characters for example we easily recognize groups such as plants or animals or dogs cats or insects the moment we use many of these terms we associate certain characters with the organism in that groups what image do you see when you think of a dog obviously each one of us will see dogs talking about uh sorry and and, and not cats now if we were to think of alastasians we not we know that we are talk what we are talking about uh um Similarly suppose we were to say mammals you would of course think of a uh, think of animals with external ears and a body hairs likewise in plants if you try to talk of wheat the picture of e- picture in each of our minds will be of wheat in plant not of rice or any other plant hence all these dogs cats mammals wheat rice plants animals extra are convenient categories we use to study organism the scientific term for this um, category is taxa here you must recognize the taxa can indicate categories at various uh, different 
levels plants also plants also form taxa wheat wheat is also a taxa similarly animals mammals dogs are all taxa but you know that a dog is a mammal and mammals are animals therefore animals mammals and dogs represent taxa at different levels hence based on characteristics all living organism can be classified into different taxa this process of classification is taxonomy external and internal structures along with the structure of cells development process and ecological information of organisms are essential and form the basis of modern taxonomic studies hence characterization identification classification and nomenclature are the processes that are basic to taxonomy taxonomy is not something new human beings have always been interested in knowing more and more about the various kind of organism ha sorry for the interruption people we will complete the remaining part in the next segment like keep listening it it is just a kind of 2 uh, 3 seconds break Okay Okay um check human beings like uh, have always been interested in knowing more and more about the various kinds of organisms particularly with reference to their own use in early days human beings needed to find uh, sources for their basic needs for food clothing and shelter hence the earlier classification was were based on the uses of various organisms human beings were since long not only interested in knowing more about different kinds of organism and their diversities but also the relationship among them this branch of study was preferred to a systematics the word systematic is derived from the latin word systema which means systematic arrangement of organisms linnaeus uh, used the systema natura as the title of his publication linnaeus systematics was later enlarged to include identification nomenclature and classification systematics takes into account evolutionary relationship between organisms Now it's time to discuss this uh, taxonomic categories. Uh, let's discuss this uh, taxonomic categories. Classification is not a single step process but involves a hierarchy of steps in which each step represents a rank or a category. Since the category is part of overall taxonomic arrangement it is called as taxonomic category and all categories together constitute the taxonomic hierarchy. Each category referred to as a unit of classification in fact represents a rank and is commonly termed as a taxon. Taxonomic categories and hierarchy can be illustrated treated by an example insects represent a group of an organism sharing a common features like three pairs of jointed legs or the jointed appendages it means insects are recognizable concrete objects which can be classified uh, and thus were given a rank or category can you name other such groups of organisms remember groups represent category category for the denotes rank each rank or taxon in fact represent a unit of classification Each rank or taxon is actually representing a unit of classification and these taxonomic groups or categories are distinct biological entities and not merely morphological aggregates. Taxonomical studies of all non-organisms have led to the development of a common category such as kingdom, phylum or division for plants. Uh, uh, it's phylum for animals and division for any uh, any division for plants, class, order, family, genus and species. All organisms including those in the plants 
and animal kingdom have species as the lowest category now the question you may ask is how to place an organism in various category the basic requirement is the knowledge of characters of an individual or a group of organism this helps in identifying similarities and dissimilarities among the individuals of the same kind of organism as well as the other kind of organisms now it's time to discuss the species okay So taxonomic studies considered a group of individual organism with fundamental similarities as a species one should be able to distinguish one species from the other body other closely related species based on the distinct morphological difference let us consider magnifera indica solanum tuberosum that is potato and panthera leo which is the lion all the three indica tuberosum and leo represent the specific epithets while the first one magnifera solanum and panthera are genera and represent another higher level of taxonomy category each genus may have one or more than one specific epithet representing different organisms but having a morphological similarities for example panthera has a specific epithet called tigris and solanum includes species like nigerum and melanogena human beings belong to the species sapiens which is grouped in the genus homo the scientific name thus for human being is written as homo sapiens if we talk about the genus then genus comprises a group of related species which has more characters in common in comparison to species of other genera we can say that genera are aggregates of closely related species for example potato and brinjal are two different species but both belong to the genus solanum uh, lion panthera leo or the leopard panthera pardus and tiger panthera tigris with several common features are all species of the genus panthera this genus differs from another genus felis which includes cats obviously now let's discuss this family as well the next category family has a group of related genera with still less number of similarities as compared to the genus and species families are characterized on the basis of both vegetative and reproductive features of plant species among plants for example there are three different genera solanum petunia and datura are placed in the family solanaceae among animals for example genus panthera comprising lion tiger and leopard is put uh, under the put along the uh, along with the genus felis cats uh, in the family felidae uh, similarly if you observe the uh, see this felis felis is another uh, different genus uh, if you compare it with pan, uh, panthera but they all belong to the same family that is felidae similarly if you observe the feature of a cat and a dog you will find some similarities and some differences as well they are separated in two different families felidae and canidae respectively now it's time to discuss the order so you have seen earlier that the categories like species genus and families are based on number of similar characters generally order and other high high taxonomic characteristic categories are identified based on the aggregates of characters order being a higher category is the assemblage assemblage of families which exhibit a few similar characters characters the similar characters are less in number as compared to the different genera included in a family plant families like convol convol con sorry convolvulaceae and solanaceae are included in the convolu 
and uh, class is dicotyledonate we already know this and phylum is angiosperm ever talk about the wheat then it is triticum estivum and this the, the most confusing thing are like family and order one will always get confused between this family and order only ever talk about the triticum estivum then 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 uh, then it's family is poaceae and order is pols so remember in case of triticum estivum family and order both the things starts with p and p okay so okay now let's let's discuss this uh, taxonomical age as well i hope you got little uh, you know view of this table taxonomical studies of various species of plants animals and other organisms are useful in agriculture forestry industry and in general knowing our bioresources and the diversity the studies would require a correct classification and identification of organism identification of organism requires an intensive laboratory and field studies the collection of actual specimen of plant and animal species is essential and is a prime source of taxonomic studies these are also fundamental to studies and essential for training in systematics it is used for classification of an organism and the information gathered is also stored along with the specimens in some cases the specimen is preserved for the future studies biologists have established certain procedures and techniques to store and preserve the information as well as the specimens some of these are explained to help you understand the usage of this age now if i talk about the herbarium then uh, herbarium is the storehouse of collected plant specimens that are basically dried and pr- uh, pressed and preserved on sheets further these sheets are arranged uh, according to a universally accepted system of classification this specimen along with the description on herbarium sheets become a storehouse or a repository for a future use the herbarium sheet also carry a label providing information about the date and a place of collection english local and botanical name names then family then collector's name etc so remember date place then english local and the botanical name then family and collector's name are the few things which are mentioned in the herbarium sheet herbaria also serves as a quick referral system in taxonomical studies now it's high time to discuss botanical gardens as well These specialized gardens have a collection of living plants for reference. Plant species in these gardens are grown for identification purpose, purpose and each plant is labeled indicating its botanical scientific name and its family. The famous botanical gardens now remember a very important line. Okay? Just open your ears people. Uh, the famous botanical garden are at Kew, England. Okay, the famous um, mark the words. The famous botanical garden are at Kew, England. Indian Botanical Garden, Huara, India, and at National Botanical Research Institute, Lucknow, Huara, India. So basically, they are nothing saying. They are saying nothing much except the famous name of famous few botanical gardens. Uh, one is talking. Okay, first is about the Kew, England. Second is the Indian Botanical Garden. The question may come like, where is Kew situated? Then you must know that it is in England. Indian Botanical Garden is in Howrah, India, and the National Botanical Garden Research (NBRI), that is National Botanical Research Institute, is in the Lucknow, India. So you must be aware of it. Now, if we talk about the museum, then uh, biological museums are generally set up in educational institutes such as schools and colleges. Museums have collection of preserved plant and animal specimens for study and reference. Species are preserved in the counter uh, containers or jars in the preservative solutions. Plants and animals in um, plants. animal specimens may also be preserved as the dry specimens insects are preserved in 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 insect box after collecting killing and pinning okay now remember the order first is collection then it's killing and then it's pinning larger animals like birds mammals uh, birds and mammals are usually stuffed and preserved stuffed 
then preserved museums often have a collection of skeletons of animals too now let's discuss the zoological parks so these are the places where wild animals are kept in protected environments under human care and which enable us to learn about their food habitats and behavior all animals in a zoo are provided as far as possible the conditions similar to their natural habitats children love visiting these parks commonly called as zoos now it's time to discuss the key so key is another taxonomical very important da key is another taxonomical aid used for identification of plants and animals based on the similarities and dissimilarities the keys are based on the contrasting characters generally are in pair called as couplet it represent the choice made between the two opposite options this results in acceptance of only one and rejection of the other each statement in the key is called a lead separate taxonomic key are required for each taxonomic category such as family genus and species is for identification purpose keys are generally analytical in nature flora manuals monograph and catalogs are some other means of recording description now the next few four to five lines are damn important uh, question uh, every time the question most of the time this question comes uh, directly from this line so make sure that you are pro with it as well pro with this lines as well uh, they also help in correct identification flora contains the actual account of habitat and distribution of plants of a given area flora is about area plants in a given area this provide the index to the plants uh, this provide the index to the plant species found in a particular area area uh this provide the index to the plant species found in a particular area manuals are useful in providing information for identification of names of species found in an area manuals are not, uh, just giving us the useful information like uh, what is the name of the species which are found in a particular it is somewhat like uh, flora only but little different and if we talk about the monograph then it contains monograph contains information on any one taxon so this is the you know kind of detailed scripture uh, monograph okay now it's time to discuss the summary as well the living world is rich in variety millions of plants and animals have been identified and described but a large number still remains unknown the very range of organism in terms of size color habitat physiological and morphological features make us see as the defining characteristics of living organism in order to facilitate the study of kinds and the diversity of organism biologists have evolved certain rules and principle of identification nomenclature and classification of organism the branch of knowledge dealing with this aspect is referred to as taxonomy the taxonomic studies of various species of plants and animals are useful in agriculture forestry industry and in general for knowing our bioresources and the diversity the basic tex- basics of taxonomy like identification naming and classification of organism are universally involved under the international courts based on the resemblance and distinct differences each organism is identified and assigned a correct scientific or the biological name comprising a two words as per the binomial system of nomenclature an organism represents represents or occupies a place or a position in the system of classification there are many categories or ranks and are generally referred to as the taxonomic categories or the taxa all the categories constitute a taxonomic hierarchy taxonomists have developed a variety of taxonomic aids to facilitate identification naming and classification of organisms the studies are carried out from the actual specimen which are collected from the field and preserved as a reference in the form of herbaria museum and in the botanical garden and zoological parks it requires species techniques for the collection and preservation of specimens uh, 
in herbarian museum a live specimen on the other hand of plants and animals are found in a botanical garden or in a zoological parks taxonomists also prepare and discriminate information through manuals and monograph for further taxonomic studies taxonomic keys are the tools that help in identification based on characteristics and here we complete our chapter living world make sure you are solving the mcq now uh, we are already done with the ncrt now it's your job to deal with mcq as well more sooner you will deal with it more so, uh, more easier your uh, journey will be uh, anyways uh, good luck keep studying tata bye bye see you uh, we'll meet again soon with the um in the next episode uh, that will be uh, probably that will be of uh, structural organization of animals chapter number 7 uh, of grade 11 biology then we will cover this plant kingdom and biological classification uh, we are already done with animal kingdom so no, i will upload uh, within this 2 3 days this uh, plant kingdom and uh, plant kingdom and biological classification and the structural organization of animals so these are the three next chapters which i'm gonna uh, upload an episode okay so that's it thank you